Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by Damaris. So thanks for joining us today, Damaris. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited as well, too. So um, you said that we're like the third podcast to have you, so I'm really excited to be one of the, you know, the earlier podcasts to reach out to you. Um, That's kind of like our goal in O-Face Wrestling is to feature, you know, some of the wrestlers who are newer to the business or, you know, deserve the spotlight that, you know, a lot of people may not really know about. So um, I'm really happy to have you on the show and, you know, to give you the spotlight that you deserve. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So let's get started with these questions. So first question I have for you is uh, what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Um, so I always was a big wrestling fan. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I always liked wrestling and I always enjoyed it. And I always like wonder like what it would be like if I would be a wrestler. Um but then, like, as I got older, I kind of was like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't know. Uh, I kind of, like, had, like, doubts about how I would fit in, like, with being a wrestler. But then I was like, no, you don't know something until you try. Uh, so I just started looking up wrestling schools, and I had found one that was close to me. And I was like, okay, like, I'm going to try it. If it don't work out, then I know. But let me just try before I say I can't do something. Okay, yeah, that makes uh, that makes sense. You know, you definitely can't rule something out until you try because you really never know. So once when you got into it and started doing the training, was it what you expected it to be, or you know, was it tougher or not as tough? Um, I guess it was maybe like tougher than I thought it would be. Um, but I didn't think it would be easy either because. I never, like, played any sports or anything um, growing up. So I was like, I'm not an athlete. Like, I'm not athletic. So what will it be like? I was – that's what made me, like, kind of nervous. I was like, oh, like, what's it going to be like? I'm going to be able to do it. Um, so I remember, like, my first day of training, um, how it was. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was hard, but I got through it. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I was just like, all I got to do is, like, really, like, just work hard at training and – as soon as I, like, put my mind to do something, then, like, I'll be able to do it. So, yeah, I just kept training, and I never, like, missed, like, a day of training, like, when I first started. So, uh, definitely, like, being persistent and uh, dedicated definitely, like, helped me uh, as far as, like, how hard training was. Oh, yeah, because I can, like, I could just imagine, like, how hard the training was, considering that you didn't have an athletic background, because I've seen yeah. and heard people who did, they're like, oh, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a track runner, I'm this, I'm that, yeah. it should be, you know, easy peasy, and it's not, because, you know, wrestling, you know, it isn't just about all the cardio and being in shape and all, it's taking all the bumps and, you know, running the ropes, because that even hurts as well, you know. Um, yeah, but, running the ropes is hard. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that, too, and I just, I never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> pictures of people with, like, the bruises from the ropes and stuff like that. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. is there anything that y'all do in there that doesn't hurt, you know? <laughs> so, um, what training school did you uh, go to? Um, so when I started, uh, I started at a place called OTW, uh, Old Time Wrestling, which was in uh, Williamstown, New Jersey. Um, that was like maybe 15 minutes away from my house. So that was the closest school to me at the time. Uh, so that's where I started training at. 
Wow, like you're really blessed because I know some people have to travel like out of state and all the fine wrestling. Yeah. So I, me being a wrestling fan and I live in Maryland, I've learned that you know New York and New Jersey is like a gold mine for wrestling when it comes to you know wrestling schools, promotions, <laughs> everything. Like it just seems like that is you know the best place to be a wrestling fan. And you know I've I because in Maryland I don't really know a lot of wrestling fans but I've gone to New York for some of you know watch parties and there's so many wrestling fans there it's it's crazy like yeah you know, I could just imagine just like you know wanting to be a wrestler and just having all of that in that area I think that's a lot of great opportunities for you know anyone who's trying to get into the business you know who lives in that area so I think that's pretty cool yeah I didn't know that it was like wrestling local um because before I started wrestling um I only really watched like what was on tv uh so I didn't know it was like a lot of local like wrestling schools and local wrestling uh, but then like I had googled them and I was like oh it's like a lot because I had googled like wrestling schools in Philadelphia or in the Philadelphia area and like a couple had popped up and that was the one that was closest to me so I was like oh okay like um and when I found that, I had called the school uh, to, like, set up, like, and talk to them, like, about, like, what the training was like and stuff like that. But I think I was calling, like, at the wrong time because, like, nobody was answering, like, when I was calling. Um, I called, like, I think every day for, like, a week, and nobody answered. And I was like, okay, like, well, I don't know. Like, is this meant to be? Is it not meant to be? Uh, <laughs> but then I was like, okay, I'm going to try, like, one more time. Uh, so the last time I had tried, somebody had finally answered, and uh, they was like, oh, yeah, well, we have a show on uh, Saturday night, because uh, OTW, it was, like, at school, but every Saturday they ran, like, shows, too. Um, so it was like, we have a show on Saturday night, um, so if you want to come and talk to uh, Jim, who was the owner, or uh, Brian, who was the trainer at the time, it's like, yeah, you can talk to them after the show. So I had went with uh, my mom, my, one of my aunts, and one of my sisters, and we went to the show that Saturday night. And that was the first time I, like, ever, like, was that close to, like, a ring and everything. So I went to, like, WWE events before, but I always had, like, $20 tickets and stuff like that. So I never was, like, up close to a ring. So I was like, oh, like, this is, like, what it's like on TV. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to do it. So after, like, that show, I had talked to the trainer. He's like, okay, well, we off next week, but if you want to start uh, the week after, we can start. And I was like, okay. So then I had came like a couple weeks after that, and ever since then, like I never like looked back. Yeah, like that. That's the one beauty about like indie events is the front row tickets are really yeah. cheap. <laughs> if you go to a WWE event, it's like a hundred plus dollars for front row, depending on yeah. you know what event it is and stuff like that. Um. Our, the closest event to me is MCW, and their front row tickets are 40, so I think that's pretty uh, fair. And it, it's like being up close is it's amazing. It's, it's yeah, really yeah. fun seeing everything up so close. But I think that's really cool, though, that you, you know, you finally got a, you know, hold of someone and you got to, you know, start your training and all. And you seem like you're really dedicated to it, because I know that's not something that's easy to stick with. You know, wrestling is very physically and mentally draining and to, to really be, you know, especially like we mentioned that, or you mentioned that you didn't come from that athletic background too. The fact that you're able to still keep doing it really shows, you know, the passion that you have. And I think that if you keep doing what you're doing, you're definitely going to, you know, get up there. And cause that's what you need to do in the business. Like you need to be persistent, consistent and mm -hmm. tough and everything like that. Cause it's, it's not easy. You know, um, 
I was one of those fans too. I only knew about WWE. I had no idea that there was all these indie promotions out there and thousands of wrestlers across the whole world and stuff like that. So just like doing what you're doing is what you need to do at the end of the day. And I think that's great hearing that. Thank you. You're welcome. So now um, my next question. So your first title that you held, I believe, was the ECWA women's title. So mm -hmm. how did it feel winning a title for the first time? Uh, that was a, a good experience. Uh, so the crazy thing about that was um, I wasn't even, like, supposed to wrestle that day. I just happened to be, like, at the show or something crazy like that. Like, that was not, like, the original plan for me to even wrestle on that show. But, like, something happened, and then it was, like, okay, so, like, uh, you have, like, a gear and everything. And then, um, yeah, I ended up wrestling, and I ended up winning the title. But it's just so crazy because, like, I wasn't even supposed to wrestle, like, on that show. So just, like, how it turned out, I was, like, yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, it just was meant for me to be there at that time. So the one thing I have to ask, too, because I never actually asked someone this, so – Obviously, going into a match, if you're going to win the title, you know ahead of time they say, hey, we're going to put the title on you. How hard is it to kind of hold all those emotions in prior to winning it? Because you can't just come out looking all happy like you're about to right. win it all. You know, you have to, like, stay, you know, in character and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then, like, obviously, when you win it, I see people all the time cry and tear up and stuff like that. But how hard was it to hold, you know, those emotions in, you know, prior to actually, you know, the one, two, three? Yeah, um, so I guess it's me, like, me, I always get, like, paranoid by, like, certain things, so I'm just, like, um, I don't want something to change, like, at the last minute, so, like, even if they tell you that you want to win a title or something, you never know, like, a lot of things do change, like, when you're out in the ring, like, so, so something could have changed, so I'm just, like, I just had to wrestle and uh, just make sure I still, like, had a good match and everything because I didn't want to be all, like, happy and excited and then, like, I don't know, something happened in the match and, like, the decision get changed or something. So, like, you never, like, really know, um, like, even if they do tell you, like, the finish or something. Like, sometimes finishes do get changed. Like, so I just always, like, look at it that way and be like, all right, don't get, like, too ahead of yourself. Like, still just do what you're supposed to do kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, cause that is the one thing is, you know, sometimes they do change things in the middle of a match. Uh, yeah. ha have you ever had that happen to you? Um, I think, yeah, no, it did. Uh, but something happened to like where it was like, I, I don't know if they got hurt. Like somebody got hurt in like the middle of the match or something. And it did change. And like the finish did get changed and everything. Like it was crazy. It was like, yeah. So that definitely did happen before. And, like, everybody was just kind of, like, shocked. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> but we all had to keep, like, the same, like, it was supposed to happen. So, like, the fans didn't know. But then, we, like, when we went backstage, it was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That definitely did happen before. Because <laughs> sometimes, like, the fans can get confused if it's if something's real or not. Because when I went to an event in New Jersey in October, the one wrestler got hurt. And we weren't sure if it was just like you know part of the match because they actually like called off the match and then um I ended up seeing that girl on AEW Dark like a month or two later and she actually had like that that tape around her arm that, was, that she you know got hurt in that match like oh she must have really got hurt because you know sometimes they will do that to kind of like drag a feud on or something like that because yeah. they they've they done that at the Goddesses of War event you know at 
the prior event that we went to before that. So, yeah, it it can make for some awkward moments too. Like, um, I don't know if you saw like when Matt Hardy got hurt at AEW when he went through and banged his head on the concrete. You get you could tell because they cut off the match and he was like stumbling around trying to swing and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he's hurt, and you know that. So stuff like that does happen, unfortunately. But um, yeah, that I can just imagine how that can just really throw things off too, because you're supposed yeah. to do this and that and that. And now you all of a sudden have to change, and yeah. I, I I can't imagine there being someone giving you exact orders on what to do. You just kind of have to wing it at the end. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if something like that happening, I kind of just gotta keep going and like use your discretion on like. Exactly. So now for my next question, um, who are some of your favorite opponents that you've been in the ring with so far? And then who are some opponents that you haven't competed against that you're looking forward to in the future? Um, some of my favorite opponents, definitely um, somebody that I used to train with, uh, Miss Jasmine. Uh, she's definitely one of my favorite opponents because we wrestled like so much, uh, like at OTW, because we was like the only two like girl wrestlers that trained there. So we um, used to have, like, a lot of matches together. Um, so I think she's definitely, like, my favorite one. Uh, another one is uh, Bonesaw Jessie Brooks. Uh, she's definitely, like, one of my favorites, too. We have very similar, like, wrestling styles. So every time we wrestled, it was, like, so easy. Like, we didn't have to really worry about nothing. Like, we was like, all right, yeah, we go in the ring and we got it. Um, yeah, I'll say they were, like – my favorites, um, somebody that I would love to wrestle, like, on the show is definitely uh, Sumi Sakai. Um, she's, like, one of my mentors and one of my trainers here, like, at the Worldwide Dojo. Um, so I would definitely want to wrestle her, like, in a singles match on the show. I did um, get a chance to wrestle her, like, in Ring of Honor, but it was, like, a four-way match. Uh, but I would definitely want, like, a singles match with Sumi. So that's, like, my number one, like, match that I would want right now. So you just mentioned um, Ring of Honor. That was actually going to be one of my questions, too. So Ring of Honor is considered one of the, you know, the higher-up promotions in the world. So how did it feel getting to work with them? Yeah, I would say that's definitely, like, one of my career highlights uh, to get to work with them. Um, And just, like, how everything happened, like, leading up to that, um, because like, again, like, how hard I, like, train and everything, uh, so to finally, like, get recognized and get the opportunity to wrestle, like, on a big promotion like that, it was just, like, so humbling, and I was just, like, so grateful to, uh, be able to experience that, um, and then just, like, how supportive, like, everybody was made it, like, even better, uh, because you want to be, like, respected by, like, your peers and stuff like that, so that made it even, like, better, uh, that's definitely like one of the like my career highlights for sure. Yeah, I could definitely uh, imagine that, you know, being a big deal. I have a friend, she wrestles for MCW. She's been really wanting to work and be on, you know, Ring of Honor television so bad and she hasn't gotten the opportunity. So I just I just can, you know, just imagine how exciting it would be to, you know, the work with Ring of Honor because they've had a lot of former WWE guys wrestle for them mm-hmm. too, you know, Kevin Owens, Adam Cole um even some big stars in um aw as well like the young bucks you know so it's a pretty big you know promotion i mean it's just not you know like televised like you know wwe and all that it it does come on 
comes on on TV at like random times sometimes. Yeah, but it's yeah. Like it, I'll, I'll be scrolling through the TV at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon on the Saturday and Ring of Honor is on. I'm like, oh, okay, this is on. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so um, now I got a hot question for you because I see you have a basketball shirt on. Uh, who's better, Co- or not Kobe, um, LeBron or MJ? Oh, my God. That's, like, the hardest question. So, like, of course, like, Michael Jordan is better. Like, every, like we all know. Like, the sixth ring, sixth NBA, like, he is. But then, like, I can't help if I was more in a LeBron era. Like, I can't help if I see LeBron, like, if I grew up watching LeBron. Like, I only can see, like, Michael Jordan highlights. Like, I didn't actually witness, like, his greatness. I can only look back and see, like, so it's not my fault that I know for a fact I witnessed firsthand, like, LeBron. So that's why I think Michael Jordan is better. But I'm more of a LeBron fan just because I just witnessed him. Like, Yeah, I can like, understand I, that. I, firsthand. And then, like, the longevity, too. Like, 17 years. Like, this is 17th season, I think. And he's still playing, like, at a high level. And I just love LeBron. <laughs> uh, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. But the better player, I guess. But I really will, like, argue with people over that because people do get so hype about it. And it just – their reactions to it make me argue even more because it's just funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel you there, you know, if you didn't actually witness it. Because I tell people all the time, like, when it comes to wrestling, when people, like, say how, like, the four horsewomen started the evolution, I'm like, well, hey, you weren't watching back when AJ Lee was doing her magic. Like, you won't fully understand. So I understand that. Because, like, with basketball, like, I was a kid when MJ was playing in the 90s, but it's still, like, even though I didn't really like basketball, I still was drawn into the Michael Jordan hype, and, you know, I was yeah. still, like, watch him in the playoffs. Like, it, it was just, he was magical. Like, he was that, he was like Derek Jeter. Like, you didn't have to like the sport to really respect him and to, like, in what yeah. to see them. Like, you know how many people tuned into that Yankee game to watch Derek Jeter's last right. game? Yeah. Like, it was just, like, it was, it was magic. And um, with LeBron, like, me, me personally, like, I don't, get drawn in you know with him like I did with MJ or even Kobe like I love Kobe like after Kobe retired I just fell out of basketball completely but so yeah I like Kobe too but like um and it's so weird because like Kobe is from like the Philly area so like but I think if you are like from Philly and like from this area like it was like a while where like we really wasn't like fans of Kobe because we like AI and we like the six and Kobe was on the Lakers so like that was always like a few so I remember like times where Kobe would come play uh, the Sixers and he would get booed even like in his hometown because it was always like AI or Kobe AI or Kobe for like so long but like of course as you get older you realize both of them are great so like as I got older I was like oh yeah I do like Kobe like he is great but like I remember like being younger and being like yeah I don't like Kobe I don't like Kobe <laughs> but yeah as I got older I was like no man Kobe is a goat <laughs> he is the the one thing with me is I tend to really like favor players who like stick with a, the same team their whole career because you don't see that nowadays because Never. of money yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that like 
Um, I don't really count Michael Jordan's days with the Wizards because he technically, I think he was like the yeah, owner or something count. like that. So, yeah, but yeah, but um, speaking of Allen Iverson, I know because you know how like a lot of basketball players will have their own like shoe brand and stuff like that. There was like a period of time. Apparently, I learned this recently on YouTube, but during this time period where um, Kobe Bryant didn't have his own shoes, he was wearing Al- Alvin Iverson's. Apparently, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So now my next question I got for you. Um, this is a non-wrestling related question. So what about you non-wrestling related that you would want fans to know something you're proud of? It could be you're a big Star Wars geek or you know a different language, you know, something like that. Um, I don't know. I don't have like anything interested. Uh, well, I think all the fans know I'm, I'm like a big like football fan. Uh, a big Eagles fan. Oh, um, like everybody know that. Right? <laughs> I I am very bitter towards the Eagles because I'm a big Minnesota fan and they knocked us out of the playoffs. Um, uh, yeah. I was mad because that was the year where the Super Bowl was in Minnesota and it just like yeah, we were yeah, one yeah. game. But what really like upset me about that is because I I had a friend who I worked with who was a big Eagles fan and he told me that like Eagle fans were like making loud noises throughout the whole night at the hotel that the Viking players were staying at, at the game prior. And I was like, so mad when they lost. What if that was the reason? Cause Oh my goodness. That was, that was a horrible game. Game either though. So I don't yeah. think, well, <laughs> I just think it was cause like, that was just like a, literally it was a magical time. Like, uh, cause that year, like, when Carson Wentz had got hurt, like, literally everybody lost hope. Like, everybody lost hope. They was like, yeah, well, we made it. Even Eagles fans lost hope. It was like, well, we made it this far. We made it this far. We should be proud of that. And I'm just like, well, like, y'all don't think we don't have any kind of chance. Um, but then, like, when Nick Foles came in and, like, when he – and the Eagles, like, even though the Eagles was the number one of, like, the NFC, so they had a number one seed in the NFC that year, and people still was, like, counting them out, and I'm just like, what? But I remember the three games they had, it was against good teams, so, like, the first game was against the Falcons, which, like, that was a close game, and I was like, oh, yeah, all right, so we got past the Falcons, but then, like, the Vikings, I think that year, did they have, like, a number one defense or something? We did have the number one defense. Yeah, and they had the number one defense, and I was like, oh, man, they got the number one defense, like, I don't know, but now when they beat them, like, with ease, I was like, wait, no, like, maybe we do have a chance to win a Super Bowl, but then everybody's like, oh, but it's Tom Brady and Tom Bill Brady, Belichick, yeah. and I was like, no, man, I-, I believe, I believe, and, like, just watching that game, I was like, oh, my, like, as soon as, like, the Philly special happened, I was like, yeah, I, I was done, I was like, I know that we will win this game, because it was, like, fourth down, and, like, you go, like, going for it on fourth down is no, but you do, like, a trick play on fourth down, and I was like, yeah, like, they don't have no fear, like, we definitely going to win this game. That was, like, one of the best uh, times, like, as an Eagles fan, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, a lot of memes online, basically, saying how, like, the Eagles, you know, sold their soul to the devil to win that, you know, Super Bowl, because ever since then, it's been downhill for them, so it's no, like... <laughs> This past year, it, it was, like, horrible. But, like, the year after the Super Bowl, they did good, too, though. Um, So, like, after Carson Wentz got hurt, again, I think we was, like, only, like, I think we was under, like, 500. 
uh, the year after, and everybody's like, oh, man, yeah, like, it's over. Then Carson Wentz got hurt again, and Nick Foles came in, and then we started doing good, and then we, like, made the playoffs, but then we had to play the Bears, and the Bears was, like, the number one defense, and I was like, oh, man, we got to go to Chicago to play the Bears, like, because nobody went in Chicago, and I was like, oh, man, well, we made it this far, and then they won that game, and it was, like, the, the double joint game, I was like, oh, my God, maybe we will win. Like, maybe we will go. And um, that was literally one of the best games I've ever seen. Like, that game with the Bears, that was, like, one of the best games. And after they won, I actually went to New Orleans the next week to go to the Eagles and Saints game. Because then they lost that game. (laughs) But I did go. (laughs) And I was – I think I was in the same hotel with, like, Saints players. Oh, wow. I think so. But I did see, like, Eagles players in that hotel. And I ended up running into, like, a couple Eagles players the next morning, like, at breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say anything to them? Yeah. So, it was before the game. So, I had saw uh, Michael Bennett. And um, just like, oh, let's get this win. He's like, yeah, we're going to get the win. We're going to get the win. (laughs) I took a picture with him. I have a picture with him. I can send it to you. It's on my Instagram, but I have a picture with him. And I was like, oh, we definitely going to win. He said it. He said it. Um, And then we had ran into uh, Meryl Reese, um, who's like the, like, commentator, like, in Philly. So, like, he called all of the Eagles games, like, on the radio. So he's like a Philly legend. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really cool. At breakfast. Yeah. So that was like the best experience until he lost. Then Because <laughs> then I had to, because I was talking so much trash to like all the Saints fans like the whole day. And then like when we lost, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like that too. I talk so much trash. Like they were so nice. Like if, like, if it was, like, the opposite and it was, like, Saints fans and Philly, like, and the Saints ended up, like, winning, like, I would be a sore loser. But, like, the Saints fans were so nice. It's like, yeah, I mean, it was a close game. Like, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> I would have been talking trash. <laughs> yeah, that's how it's, like, down here in Baltimore because I went to a Viking and Raven game. This was when I was, like, 15 years old. I had, like, 30, 40-year-olds cussing me out and stuff. Like, they are mean. But then I've gone to Minnesota with Raven fans. And the Minnesota fans are very nice. Like they're, uh, you didn't do any hazing or anything. Like they're they're really great people. Um, but yeah, it's just the area in general. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do know. I I see videos of Eagle fans like um throwing bottles at people and stuff like that. And all yeah. fans are not like that. But we just are passionate. <laughs> no, very passionate. <laughs> and we do we do talk trash. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. <laughs> all throw bottles at people and do stuff like that. But I think we all do, like, talk trash. And yeah, <laughs> it makes passionate. it funner, especially if you do it, like, it in a friendly way. Like, um, I I was yeah. trolling my Raven fan friends it's when they lost to Buffalo. Like, it, it, it's fun. It's fun, like, just instigating kind of in that way, like, and trolling people. It's just, like, their reaction is funny. And it just make you keep – Hyping it up and making it worse. <laughs> so um, now that was that was actually fun talking about football. But um, so now for my final question for you: If you were signed on a one-day contract with WWE and they allowed you to compete in the ring with anyone from their roster, NXT, Raw, SmackDown, who would you go against? Um. 
Netflix. Definitely uh, Charlotte or Sasha Banks, I think. Either one of them. They really just, well, everybody kill it. But I just, I don't know. Charlotte really just be killing it. And, and lately, like, Sasha Banks been, like, on another level than everybody else, too. So uh, either one of them, it would just, yeah, definitely. Yeah, everyone says Charlotte Flair. Like, I, I was literally about to say that, like, right when I asked her, like, don't say Charlotte Flair. Oh. But, yeah, everyone says Charlotte Flair, and I get it. She's really great. killing it. And you're like, right about Everything Sasha. about her, like, seriously. Like, every aspect, like, about her, like, it's just, like, yeah. Like, and then, like, whoever she working with, too, like, it's, she just her I think it's like her confidence too like you can just tell like when she coming out for her entrance like she just have like a confidence about her like like she know that she gonna kill it and it's just like I think she would like force you to be great if you like got in the ring with her yeah she you want to like, be on her level she comes out with very confident like you could tell like she has that, like I run this place kind of confidence and that's mm-hmm. great and yeah I, I I believe that she definitely pushes you know whoever she's in the ring with to, you know to be at their top game because if they're not at their top game and they look bad it makes you know you look bad so it's like that's it's very important for your opponent to, uh, to look good in the match because then it makes you both look good so I understand why people like Charlotte definitely want to bring out the best in everyone else because it makes them look good as well. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that um, wraps up all the questions I had for you, Damaris. So I just have to thank you so much for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It was uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely fun. Um, do you want to let the listeners know where to find you on social media? Um, I'm on Instagram at uh, underscore underscore D A M A R I I S. All right, make sure you give Damaris a follow on Instagram. I'll have the link to that in our bio. Also, make sure you sub us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thank you all for tuning in today at O Face Wrestling. <laughs>